Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, Postables. You're listening to Deliver Me a Podcast. Brought to you by Casey, Jess, and Cammy. A special thanks to James Jandrish for letting us use the music on our show. Now, grab some Yoohoo or a kombucha, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey Postables, Jess here. Just wanted to pop in and let you know that I was not in my usual space for the recording of this episode, and I had a really poor connection, so I had to edit quite a bit of myself out. But don't worry, I'm still here. I just wanted to apologize for that and any extra sound feedback that resulted from the poor connection. As always, thank you for being such dedicated fans of our show. Welcome back, Postables. We have a very exciting episode today. It is the much-anticipated episode as we have two very special guests. We have Danielle and Natalie from Postables Unscripted. Thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. We're thrilled to be here. Yes, we're very excited. And we have a very special segment at the very end where we're going to do our trivia. And some of you postables out there have submitted some trivia. I was not able to use all of them, but I did use some. So listen out for your question if you sent it. I hope you showed a little mercy. Uh, we'll see. We're playing Jeopardy. So if you are on audio, I highly recommend you go back or you pause that and go to the YouTube because um, we are all on camera. So you can see our shenanigans that way. <laughs> All right. So we have the dynamic writing duo, and we wanted to just get to know you guys a little bit. We know um, of you all from, from Twitter and from your fan fiction. Um, so if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about yourselves, and um, we'll go from there. Um, I'll go first. So um, I have three daughters and two stepdaughters that are my my world. Um, I first joined Twitter a few years back but didn't really discover the postables until about two years ago. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the episodes or in movies in order. I watched them completely out of order and just could not get enough of it. I work, I'm a fraud investigator um, so I'm pretty pretty busy um, between working full time and my kids, but you know, it's nice to be able to get away and, uh, go on Twitter and spend time with the postables and fortunately haven't had as much time to do that lately with my schedule, but it is something I very much enjoy to do. That's awesome. And a fraud investigator, that's, that's really cool stuff. <laughs> You're a bit of a detective yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, lo- I love it. It's, uh, definitely different uh, experience every day and I've um, also kind of been promoted and I've been helping you know completing some trainings and trying to train my team on different things so it's a lot of fun oh wow yeah so Natalie what, uh, what about you I am an online elementary teacher so I live in the virtual world every day and <laughs> teach the little ones yes this is I'm going into my fifth year mm-hmm. 
as a virtual teacher. I taught one year in a private school before that. So um, I have four children. I have three boys and a girl. And I've been married for 16 years. I have for as long as I can remember. I've had a passion for video editing uh, back in the 90s when I was growing up before all of this new technology that we have. My dad would buy me computers. He would build me computers because he knew how to do that kind of thing. And he would get me that video editing software and equipment. And I would just have so much fun inputting clips from our VHS tapes and putting them all together and, you know, taking out the bad parts and putting together the good from home movies or whatever, making photo montages for people for graduations and weddings and things like that. And I just became fascinated with being able to create beautiful visuals that people could enjoy. And so I decided that I wanted to go into television and film, and I got my undergraduate degree in telecommunication and film with an emphasis on audio video production. Um, I had hoped to end up in the industry, and that just has not happened yet, um, but it's still a dream of mine. And uh, I have done some wedding videography. I did that for a while and really enjoyed that. Um, it was a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, but it was fun. And um, it was not until recently that I developed a stronger passion for writing. And now that I think about it, I can see how video editing and writing stories, um, those two things are so similar because uh, they are both styles of storytelling. And they both involve working with a number of details to put a bigger picture together, uh, whether it's on the screen or in someone else's mind. And so I guess I just love to tell a good story. I love to um, bring those things together and um, create something appealing and entertaining. And that is one of my biggest passions. So how did the two of you meet and how did Postables and Scripted get formed? And I remember when it came about and I was like a baby Postable. So I was like coming off the high of like all the movies and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't even know if we're going to have another movie. And so I got to find some fan fiction. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how y'all get got together. So it was about two years ago, right? Yep. Right around this time that yes. um, I had written a story called Bundle of Memories and I finished it up and then afterwards I was starting a new story and and had that shawl of her wedding in mind because people kept asking me will you write that will you write that and I was like I don't know I don't know and at the time I was actually reading some other fan fiction stories and I stumbled across Danielle's and loved it read it loved it and thought you know her style just seems so much like mine like I just felt like we could mesh and so I reached out to her and I think I sent you a message on Twitter and um I can't even remember <laughs> it's been so long it just happened since then but I was I just you know I just said hey do you want to write together um I'm thinking about writing the wedding and it kind of scares me a little and I would love to have somebody else uh work alongside me and so she said yes, and surprisingly, very quickly, I was like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting that, and so I was just tickled to death, and 
that's what happened. We started writing together. And then after a while, we um, decided that we needed to uh, have a name for ourselves and have our own site where we could house all of our things because, you know, we were collecting all of this, you know, that we were putting together stories and pictures and music and all sorts of stuff. And um, so Danielle is the one that came up with the name Postables Unscripted. And I feel well done, Danielle. And everybody, you know, we put it, put some feelers out there, and everybody loved that name, so we went for it. And um, in my mind, I just thought it was just wonderful. I mean, we are postables unscripted, but at the same time, we represent anybody who's a postable and is unscripted. (laughs) So what we try to do is help um, promote other writers for Signs Still Delivered. You know, the ones that are writing those stories. Yeah, that's really awesome. And it's it's fun to see how, you know, postables just like connect over the internet, which back in the 90s was like, no, 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 no. But now we're like, oh, it's cool. We're like best friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, so it, it's funny, too, because, you know, we realized the more we would talk, how much we have in common, you know, I mean, we're the same age, you know, our oldest kids are, I think, I think my, my daughter's almost 15. She'll be 15 next month. And I think your son is around the same age. Yeah. So like we had all these things in common and just, you know, we're both introverts. So it's kind of hard doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot for us to put ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we just kept wanting to expand more, you know, we get an idea and, uh, you know, we're in different time zones. So, you know, she'd send me a message and I'd wake up, I get up really early for work and I'd see her message and right away respond. And Hey, what about this? And what about this? And we'd be going back and forth while we're getting ready for work and just, you know, became just a lot of fun and great to try to add as much as we can for other postables. Yeah, for sure. And Natalie, you have to, you have to tell us the special thing that you told the three of us before we started recording. Cause I know that the postables are going to love hearing, love hearing. This. Oh yes, of course. So this is a red letter day. This is a red letter day. <laughs> I've been excited for this day for two years. <laughs> Danielle and I have never, we've never spoken. Um, we've, texted we started out messaging on Twitter and then we you know evolved into texting and emailing when we needed to um, but we've never spoken we've never heard each other's voices or seen each other on video so this is super cool we're we're really excited for this opportunity it's awesome uh, we you know wanted to be able to meet but you know we're both working moms and it's just not mm-hmm. not in the cards when you're a working mom and busy lives yes yeah (laughs) yeah definitely not to mention several states away Mm -hmm. (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah yeah and so really quick because you have just you've referenced you've both written stories um and I for some reason I didn't realize Danielle you had written a sing like a story by yourself can y'all share which stories you have written separately and then together before we jump into our questions about writing yeah so I, um, I wrote, uh, timing is everything. Um, I just put, that was, I was very new to, um, the postables. Um, but I had been like binge reading as much fan fiction, like you, you mentioned earlier, as I could get my hands on. And I just, I used to write like years ago, like when I was a teenager, I wrote fan fiction. I mean, it probably wasn't very good, 
you know, because I was 16, 15. Um, but I really love writing and I wanted just an outlet. And so I started writing stories and reading stories. And then um, I did another one, The Many Musings of Shane McInerney. It's just two, like one shot. So I'm not a whole lot there. And then um, we wrote, you know, From a Shoe to a I Do together. Um, so it's... It's been a journey. She's definitely written a lot more stories than I have. Not that many more, actually. Um, but Patience is a Virtue is the one that I was working on, which was kind of the, the pre-wedding story. And that's when I contacted Danielle. So, Danielle, you have to give yourself credit for that one, too, because she stepped in yes. in the middle of that one and finished. we finished that one up together. So um, I call that one of ours together. So that's that's not a solo piece. That's ours. Okay. <laughs> so Patience is a Virtue, followed by From a Shoot to I Do. Um, and so the ones that I've written, I did one, um, back in 2016, uh, just a few chapters. It was called a secret life and I didn't, didn't do a whole lot with it. It was just kind of, I don't know, just testing the waters, I guess. And then I thought, I can't do this. It's too hard to put myself out there. All those doubts kept creeping in, you know, but I was, I was interested in writing, but I put it off. And then in the summer of 2018 is when I wrote a bundle of memories and, um, that one was written very quickly, but it was just inspired. I was writing a chapter a night, but they were short chapters, and I was just putting in, them out there. So um, people seemed receptive and loved it. And so I thought, hey, you know, maybe maybe I can work on this and get better at it. And so um, that's when I decided when they, you know, they were asking me to do the wedding story. I started The Patience is a Virtue. Um, but I still had that little bit of, you know, nervousness because I wanted to do it right. And I just, I didn't want it to be all on me. And so that's when I reached out to Danielle and we did those two, uh, Patience is a Virtue and uh, From a Shoot to I Do. And then I don't even know, what did I, what did I write next? That was probably the, the little Valentine story with a little heart. That's a little one shot story. Um, work engagement. That was another little one one shot that I did. Um, and now I am writing, oh, I forgot all about excessive handling. <laughs> I started that one as a sequel to Bundle of Memories and it became rather complex. And when I thought of the idea of Simply Captivating, that one got shoved aside and I started working on Simply Captivating and that's where I am now. You know, you wow. go wherever the inspiration takes you, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I am now. <laughs> so, so have the two of you written other stories besides Sign Sealed Delivered Fan Fiction, or are you just sticking to fan fiction for right now? That's it for me. I mean, I've started, a, you know, just trying a little bit outside, but not, have not really gotten very far. I want to, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that's my thoughts too. And it's just, I have to be in the right mindset and have the time and it's, you know, it's hard right now just finding that time. And my kids are at, you know, two of them are teenagers and the other one is, is 10. And so it's difficult to just find that balance and that time because especially right now, you know, in today's world, you know, yeah. we're home all the time. I work from home, which is nice, but it is, it is difficult because my time is completely focused on them when I can. It's busier. Yes. It's not, it it's is. not boring. It is no. not boring. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're bored all the time. 
fine. Oh, you know, so I have gosh. to entertain them. <laughs> I, I, I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. Uh, so why SSD stories? What, what inspired you to start writing them? So I know for me, I just, I fell in love with the characters so quickly. You know, it was the first movie I saw was actually for Christmas and I just was captivated by it. And the next one I saw was the impossible dream, which I cry every time. I, I, I mean, it just, I ball and welcome to the club. I just, (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's so many I think I cry in almost all of them but I mean that one especially as a mom that one just really I just can't help it I just even even my my youngest you know when she first watched it with me that was that's her favorite and she calls it the soldier one Uh, (laughs) even though there's really more old is she um I mean she's 10 now but she was eight at the time and you know she just she just loved it so much because you know again for her as a little girl and she's she's my baby and so she was able to relate a a mom and a a little girl reuniting and it just I don't know it was just such a a nice thing to be able to watch with her um but I I don't know it's just something about it that just drew me in and I felt like I understood the characters enough to write a story where I felt like I could do them justice because the last thing I would want to ever do is write a character or write a story where I can't capture the characters correctly mm-hmm. and I just I felt like I could do that with SSD. Okay. I would have to echo what she said. <laughs> just <laughs> fell in love with the characters and the story, the whole storyline. I just and of course I'm I'm a dreamer. I've always, you know, just imagination just runs wild. So um I just thought this would be just a, a great way to just use that imagination and just kind of think of the way things might be in the future, come up with different storylines and um, yeah. So what is it like writing a story together? Because it can be really hard sometimes to, to keep voices consistent. You guys do such a really good job of kind of seamlessly transitioning between your two voices. So that, I mean, honestly, that was, I, I thought it would be challenging, but I absolutely loved it. And I feel like it's because Natalie and I are very much on the same page um, with so many things. And so when we were outlining from, um, uh, from a shoot I do, we literally made out an outline of what chapter was going to be what, and then we would assign out who was going to be writing what chapter and what was going to be in it. And I don't even know how many times we would email back and forth. Like, here's my proof. What do you think I could do here? Can you think of a better word for this? And it was, it was constant, but we always stayed in communication. I mean, there was times I I'd get up at two o'clock in the morning and say, Oh, I gotta, I gotta go and let me see, let me look at my thesaurus and see if I can find a better word for, you know, whatever. And, and send it back to Natalie because she's writing right now or whatever it was. Um, but I don't ever feel like we ever had an issue with, you know, we never argued about, well, what do you mean? I don't like it this way. Let's do it this way. We just always, we connected with every aspect. At least yeah. that, that's how I feel. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I totally agree. And this goes back to um, our writing styles being so similar as well. I think that, 
um, I had a pretty good intuition when I reached out to you <laughs> or, you know, or I, you know, honestly, I, I just feel like it was a God thing. Um, you know, I think that he, uh, I think he put it on my heart to reach out to her and for us to connect and do this together. And it just, you know, it just blended perfectly. And like she said, we would either do chapters or parts, you know, you be Oliver, I'll be Shane, you know, or whatever. And, and then it just, you know, came together so nicely. So. Yeah. And I know like the one that sticks out is from a, a issue to I do, because I remember reading that, like, like I'm like on my phone on Twitter, like refreshing, <laughs> like, are they posting tonight? <laughs> and I remember reading it and it felt very seamless. Like I could not tell like who wrote what part. Well, so honestly, I was very it twitchy. Now. She got very twitchy fingers. <laughs> Honestly, if I look at it now, I have to think, did I write that part? Or right. Danielle, like, I, I, I don't remember, you know. Right. <laughs> so. there, there are certain things, you know, I remember, you know, like, she tackled the reception and I tackled the wedding portion, right. you know, and then we had little bits and pieces here because we really needed to, you know, both of those to us were big things, you know, big areas that you don't want to, you know, if we we wanted to do it justice. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that I do remember that, but like she said, uh, going through and if I reread it right now, there would be so many parts where I would have no idea if right. I wrote that or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a gift. I mean, just like the friendship that you've obviously, you know, gotten from writing the stories and then being able to just mesh so seamlessly in writing that. I mean, that's not something you hear all the time, um, I mean, cause people have different voices, they have different styles and different ideas, and it can be very hard to write something with, you know, another person, especially, you know, a complete stranger. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's amazing. That is, that's absolutely mind blowing for me, honestly. <laughs> so I believe it was in that story. That's the wedding story, correct? That you polled all the postables on Twitter about like, um, like I remember, I think it was like the wedding, wedding colors, colors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, different things like that. Yeah. That was the big one. I remember. Mm -hmm. Yes. This was written for them. I mean, they were, they were asking for it and I just felt like if we're going to do this, let's make sure it's, you know, what they have in mind. And, um, so it was so important to us to, to find out, you know, and ask those questions. So mm -hmm. we yeah. did do a lot of polling. Mm -hmm. we and, did yeah. and honestly like we I mean I would say that was almost more time consuming than the writing portion um mm -hmm. is just that initial planning uh we would sit there and look at wedding dresses like which dress do you think is good for Shane and which tux is good for Oliver and then the bridesmaids dresses and we'd be sending pictures back and forth to each other it's like oh well this is definitely a Rita dress and, you know, this would be great for Shane's mom and this is good for the flower girl. And we go back and forth and we really wanted um, the postables to feel that they were helping to plan the wedding. Um, I know it was Natalie's idea to, you know, do the polls um, to begin with. And I just, I loved that idea of just bringing everybody in and getting everybody excited about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was definitely like, I, I, it was a lot of fun because we were so like on that, that high from to the altar and, you know, all of a sudden you guys are writing this story. So 
Um, and we didn't know at the time either that they were going to do another movie, right? I think it was like in that hiatus time that we had been waiting. Right. And so it was really great yes. to just like have something, you know, even if it's unofficial, it was still a lot of fun. We loved it. Yes. So much fun. <laughs> All right. So this question is for Natalie. We thought we read somewhere that your story, A Bundle of Memories, was given to Martha at the SSD meetup in LA. Is that correct? It was. It was. Um, just to kind of recap what happened there, I had, my daughter was not even a year old yet, and um, when I heard about the Postables going to Home and Family to see Kristen and Crystal, I was pretty bummed. I was like, oh man, well, maybe next time. Well, some postables reached out and said, well, let me, you know, let's take your story and pass it along through Kristen and Crystal, one or the other, and send it to Martha. And I was like, you would do that? That's so sweet. You know, they were, they were so sweet. And so they took it with them and lo and behold, Martha showed up. <laughs> and of course, I'm over here thinking, oh, wow. I mean, that was so cool that they were able to hand it to her directly. And they sent me a picture of her looking at it and everything. So that just meant a lot just to get a story of mine in her hands. So that was a super cool. Yeah, it meant that, the world to me. I think I would have died. Yeah, I mean, I was. I was sitting over here. I think I was more excited. Well, I shouldn't say that. I felt like I was as excited as the ones that were in LA, you know. I was like, well, this totally makes up for it. Yeah. <laughs> so where did you get the idea for Simply Captivating? Where Where did that idea come from? Okay, um, I just remember... <laughs> All of a sudden, we had just gone into quarantine, pandemic mode, and I don't know. All of a sudden, I was—I just thought, what on earth would the Postables be doing if this were happening and signs still delivered? And, of course, my first thought was that had me rolling was Oliver and the virtual setting, <laughs> you know, because everybody's going home <laughs> and working from home. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness, that would be so hilarious. Um, but then also, and I'm going to share a little secret here. Ooh. So, oh, yeah, a little secret. <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, my husband and I eloped, and oh. we didn't tell anybody. <laughs> so this is kind of based on personal experience. We ah. were secretly married for seven months. <gasps> what? No. What? <laughs> Without anybody knowing? My mom, my mom found out, but um, she was the only one. Did she find out the way Miss McInerney found out about her daughter? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't try to stay in a hotel with you. <laughs> Kind of, sort of, but anyway. Oh, so, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so this is based on personal experience. Oh and I thought, wow, you know, it would be, um, and I'm not saying that we followed the path that Shane and Oliver are following in the story at all, but I thought, you know, that would be such a cool thing to, you know, mm -hmm. to write about. Wow. So, Wow. That, wow. <laughs> and I've learned from experience that, you know, in writing, 
when you write about things that you know about, you know, those oh, so much easier. It is so much easier. Yeah. So much easier. Definitely. So what can we expect um, in the future regarding Simply Captivating? Casey really wants to know. Yeah, I really do. I really do. I want to get to Saturday. So So, spoiling anything, we want to get to Saturday. (laughs) So things are not exactly as they seem. Um, That is one thing I will tell you. And um, we're, we're getting to Saturday slowly but surely. Of course, I have gone back to work full time now, so I'm a little bit slower with my writing. But um, I'll get there. And um, somebody might show up. Ooh. And Steve? What am I going to tell you? Well, <laughs> oh, gosh. We've oh, already seen him, right? We have seen him. We've seen him multiple times. Look, Shane, I know you're in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh yeah, man. and there's there there's a detail that I'm I feel like a lot of people have forgotten about um, that I might be revisiting. So oh, and there's also one more thing I was going to tell you. I I threw a little Easter egg in there that nobody has figured out yet. So I'm just waiting. Huh? Nobody said anything, and it just cracks me up. Oh, okay. huh? I. <laughs> Okay, that's, I'm gonna have to go back. Yeah, that's to something that I know. I know, I know. I'm something gonna have to look go at. Back. I love Easter egg, like so. <laughs> I'm gonna find, find it. Okay. Oh, that woman is on a mission now. <laughs> yeah. I challenged her now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and read. I mean, I thought I read it pretty, you know, thoroughly. <laughs> the like second and third time. <laughs> Apparently not. Ah. <laughs> Future. Uh, do you guys uh, have any plans to collaborate on another story? We've talked about it, and it is definitely something we want to do. It's, you know, just time-wise, it's, it's been difficult. Um, but it is definitely, I'm not giving up on writing. I want to get back into it when have a chance and I think Natalie's the best person to write with thank you I would love that I would love it that was such a fun time I'd like to go back to that it was busy and looking back on it I was working full-time and had a baby and I don't know I don't know how we did it (laughs) I don't either I look back on it like where did I find the time to do that and Mm -hmm. I, I don't know we just did so yeah we're going to, we definitely want to go back to it. Um, just to kind of find the right inspiration of what to write about. Yeah. Casey over here, she is hungry. She is hungry for more signed, sealed, delivered fan fiction. She was telling me, she was telling me, Cammy, you need to write, you need to write a signed, sealed, delivered fan fiction. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just, you know, put that with the other hundred things that I'm doing. <laughs> oh, they're just so much fun. They're just so much Oh, I know, I know. I just have to I have to get in the right mindset. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to ask you, how many sign seal delivered fanfiction stories do you think there are on fanfiction.net? Oh gosh. Uh do you know? I was just there. <laughs> you were just there. 
<laughs> it's <laughs> trivia, Jess. Come on. <laughs> 500. Like 400? There are actually 255. Which oh. is still a lot, a lot of fan fiction that you can get lost in. So <laughs> I highly recommend that if you're a reader or if you just love Signs to Deliver, check it out. There are a lot of wonderful writers on there. And I just wanted to put a plug in. Fan fiction certainly serves its purpose in filling in the gap between movies and postables are yearning for more of our favorite characters, so they keep reading. My Simply Captivating Story has gotten more than 10,000 views rather quickly wow. over the last couple of months, and I started out with about 250 dedicated readers, and that number has increased to 360 with the most recent chapters. And to me, this proves that Signs Still Delivered has been greatly missed over the last two plus years that we've not had a new premiere. I'm just hoping that we get more mm -hmm. films, more installments, because people are really wanting more. For sure. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> get reading, guys. <laughs> Lots to delve into. Yes. All right, so we're going to segue over to a couple of our SSD questions, because this is about Signs Still Delivered, and just to get to know you guys in that realm, since we are running a little short on time here for this section of the podcast. But oh, um, this section. Yes, <laughs> this section before trivia. So, so, Danielle, you told us how you discovered Signs Still Delivered, but Natalie, how did you discover it? I watched Hallmark on a regular basis, and so I saw the preview when it okay. came out for the very first movie. Oh my god! Like I've got to watch this, and so I did. I saw it, and I was like, I loved it. Of course, yeah. at the end, I was like, that just feels so incomplete, though. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't. It's not wrapped up, you know, like most Hallmark movies kind of are, you know. So I said. Um, I don't know. I, that's it. Okay. And then fast forward to April and the series comes out. And I was like, Oh wow. Yay. And so then I watched it and got to the end, the last episode. And I was like, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> standing. In <Anyway>. the <laughs> so I went through all of that. I've been there since the beginning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. You are an OG postable, as the kids say these days. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Danielle, I'm going to start with you for this one. What's okay. your favorite movie and what's your favorite episode? All right. So I know I'm asking you to pick a, pa a favorite child, but <laughs> it, that's funny. My 13 year old asks me that all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she does um my favorite movie I would say would be probably for Christmas because it was the first movie that I saw and I I think I've watched that movie I don't I don't even know I can even have seen that movie but I remember for a while too it was one of the ones on YouTube and I would just watch it over and over and over again um, and my favorite episode would be, uh, Dark Knight. Uh -huh. Um, I just, 
it again another one that makes me cry every time I watch it and I just feel like it's it was very different than the other episodes very. and obviously the, the topic was a bit darker than a lot darker than um the other episodes but it had such a good message and it's how they started absolutely all right natalie you're up <laughs> i love a lot of episodes um my favorite one out of the series is treasure box uh-huh I would have to say, truth be told. I mean, okay. higher ground is almost up there, but there's something about truth be told. I, I don't know. The whole storyline, actually, I do think I know why I love truth be told so much, and it has to do with that element of surprise. I just love a good twist in any story, whether I'm reading or watching a movie or whatever. I love a good twist, uh, something that I don't see coming. And, uh, you know, if, if you were like most viewers when you were watching, I think that uh, you probably thought, like I did, that uh, Joe O'Toole had passed away. And uh, we find out later that that was not the case, that uh, it was actually Oliver's biological father. And it really took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it. And I will admit that in the back of my mind, I was thinking, why bring the amazing Gregory Harrison on and just have him for a few minutes? <laughs> so that kind of, um, you know, I did have that kind of mindset too, but um thank goodness it all worked out and and he stayed because the show is just so much better I mean it was wonderful to begin with but now we've got Gregory Harrison there and so I just think that element of surprise is what really really gets me when I watch truth be told and of course I know the story now but every time I watch it I just think it's so beautifully done and um, the whole uh, reunion of a, a father and son and um, it's just a beautiful beautiful story I just love it if it, it's my go-to so okay. <laughs> what character do you guys most identify with um I think for me I feel a bit more I don't know like shame um, I mean, there's a little mix in there of, of multiple characters, but I do feel like I can relate to her a lot more. Um, you know, she doesn't just accept things for as they are, and she wants to know the, the why and the how. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm an investigator. So to me, I, I love to know the mechanics of how things work and why. And um, I don't know, that's, I just always have, I've identified her from the very first movie. Mm -hmm. Same, same with me. I would say the same thing for me, Shane. I, w I love to analyze things, even when I shouldn't and don't, you know, want to. <laughs> I do it anyway. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm an analyzer and um, I, I, I'm not as techie. I mean, I, I know a good bit about technical stuff, but I don't know. Not, not like Shane. But that curiosity and that tenacity. Yeah. I've got that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to throw a loop here because I don't know that we've ever really talked about it ourselves. It, like as a, a Oh, podcast. who we, who we yeah. most identify with. 
I mean, I, th- I think I've talked about it a little bit with Jess offline, but Cammie, who do you most identify with? Ooh, that's kind of a hard or one. a mix. Yeah, I I would say that I'm a mix, and it's not just because they're the two female characters either. I I would say I'm definitely a mix of uh, Shane and Rita because I'm not. I would like to think at least I'm not as quirky as Rita. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit more on the normal side. I would hope <laughs> like, uh, like Shane and, uh, um, but I have a very, I have a very outgoing personality, but when it comes to the way things run and the way people are I'm a bit more naive I would think and so I'm I'm a lot like Rita and when when I get my feelings hurt I take it very personally you know so so I'm a little I I get I get very sad like Rita does and and I and I have all of these ideas of what I would say to them and it yeah it just doesn't happen <laughs> so <laughs> but uh uh, it, whenever I'm around my mother, I feel a lot like Shane because I feel very tech savvy when I'm around my mom. <laughs> <laughs> what about so, you, Jess? Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Just, I was going to yeah. end up saying I'm a mix of the two. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say the exact opposite. I'm the mix of the guys. Um, I would agree I, with that. <laughs> I'm like Oliver. I really love words and books and, and, um, definitely because I'm a, I'm a former chemist. I love science and investigating things. So, and I'm a little quirky like a woman too. So <laughs> she also doesn't show emotion. Like the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the big time emotional one. And then Casey is right behind me. And then and we call ourselves the puddles and Jess is our mop. Yeah, so Casey and I are over here just in, <laughs> just in tears and in romantic fits, and Jess goes, "Okay, guys, I'm mopping you up now." So <laughs> that's another way that she's like the guys, and I'm more like the girls. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would have. To, I would definitely say Shane for me. Yeah. I definitely identify with Shane. Like my husband walked in on me w- watching Signed Sealed, and he was like, "You are." just like that blonde lady you're so <laughs> like on your computer that. you didn't tell me that that's hysterical <laughs> yep he was he watched a few segments and was like yeah and I'm like well funny you're very similar to Oliver Mr. Old Fashioned so <laughs> there you go works for us <laughs> but anyways that was fun I didn't know that about you know y'all so well, we're going to segue into trivia, but first we just have a couple of qu- quick questions. So you guys run the daily trivia game. So how did that get started? Because that's kind of different from like writing fan fiction. Was it just something fun or random? Yeah. Well, that was Natalie's idea to start the trivia because we wanted to kind of, um, you know, again, we were waiting at the time to hear whether SSD was going to be renewed and Postables needed a pick-me-up, and of course, we wanted something to kind of give to them while we were writing, because, you know, before we started putting chapters out, we really had a lot of time, or we needed a lot of time to brainstorm, so we really wanted to build our, build us up as a writing team first, and so we started to put the trivia out. It just, it hadn't initially 
the goal wasn't really to do a daily. It was just putting the trivia out there and then it kind of transitioned into a daily as time went on mm -hmm. and just maintain that. Yeah. I will say it, it was my idea, but Danielle has totally taken it up and she's run with it. And she, so she is our, she's our trivia master and handles it and does a great job with, I throw a few questions at her from time to time, yeah. <laughs> but she mainly handles that and does such a great job of having one out there every day for everybody. So yeah, you two are so that. sweet. The way you just totally give the credit to each other and you, <laughs> so sweet to listen to the two of you talk to each other and love it love it how do you guys come up with your questions um lots of ways um i look on well I'll watch the episodes obviously um i will look on imdb um google I go to, there's a really good transcript site that Natalie sent to me when we first started doing the trivia, and it doesn't have all of them on there, but it is very helpful. Um, you know, just try to kind of switch it up, and then uh, initially, as it was posting the trivia, it would be just, I'd go in that morning, get my trivia question ready to go, and then, you know, post it later on. And I, I've since kind of changed my methods. Um, I go, I usually like Friday or I create my, the questions for the week and I email it to myself and I do it in, um, chronological order. Um, that's not how it started, but again, it's just easier to keep track of because I found myself it's like, wow, I have a, a lot of to the altar. I have a lot of impossible dream. And it was just easier for me to keep track of. It's like, okay, well, I'm on for Christmas today. And you know, then I'm going to do from Paris with love. And it just makes it easier. Yeah. Wow. That, that's a lot of questions and a lot of work. So thank you. I mean, it's, it is a lot of fun. Like going Keeps on our brain sharp. I know. <laughs> Trying to pick the right one because sometimes I'm like, I don't know what tower they had tea in. The, the north one, sure. That was Natalie's question. <laughs> I, I know which question. Yeah. <laughs> it's too funny. Yes. And I find myself sometimes I'll go through, like I said, I get the questions ready and we can advance. And I'm like, what was the right answer? I got to go back. <laughs> I stump myself all the time. <laughs> that's awesome all right so speaking of trivia we are going to start our trivia game all yeah. right we are back with some postables jeopardy and we're not going to have the music because we don't have the rights to that so you can play it in your head um but we're going to play jeopardy just as you would normally um i've again these are some random random questions we have a few categories for you people who are on audio we have color me perfect so the answer is a color uh trust the timing so this is um it could be a any duration of time it could be a date it could be a year it just has to do with timing who dat is a person um food i mean self-explanatory finish the statement and miscellaneous. So miscellaneous is your everything button. I mean, it's like grab one out of the hat and it could be something completely random or completely like normal. So um, let's, we will start with our guests since you are, you know, that's the polite thing to do down here in the South. So what would you ladies like to pick? We're known for our Southern hospitality. <laughs> 
I'll pick uh, food for 300. Okay. Food for 300. Sunny tells Ramon to add these items to the Area 51 drink. And anybody can answer. So. Hmm. Okay, we ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a time limit, 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, so for no points, anybody want to take a stab at it? Wasn't one of them goat milk? Yes. Ah! But I only had the one, so I couldn't do I couldn't do all of them. So. Natalie and Danielle, do you all have guesses? That's the only one that I could think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Way and cactus Ooh. root. I, 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 the way sounds familiar, but not the cactus root. I never would have gotten that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Goat's milk, whey, and cactus root. No points. Or no fake money. All right, hosts, pick a category. Uh, we will take finish the statement for 200, Alex. All right. I want you on my what? Oh, raft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me. What oh, is my. a raft? <laughs> oh, we do not need to answer in a form of a Oh, phew, good. <laughs> you are, y'all are the watermelons? Yes, we're the watermelons. Yay, raft. Yay. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I think- it's our turn again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, finish the statement for 100. Imagine blank, blank. Can I answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. anybody can. World peace? That's correct. Oh. Yay. That's a 100? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even I knew that one. Oh, uh, I know. What? Oh, what? Well, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? What movie is that from? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. It, it's Home a, Again. It's, um, Home Again. Yeah, it's what? on. The, it's on his, the shirt. It's on Ryu's dad's shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. Natalie and Danielle, back to you. Okay, let's go for. Trust the timing for two hundred. All right. The day the postables fly to DC in the impossible dream. Thursday. Yes. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) All right. Go ahead, Cammie and Jess. Uh, Finish the statement for 300. So that I can come back to this blank, blank, blank. Oh, I know. (laughs) Natalie. Crazy, stupid place. That's right. (laughs) All right. Crazy, stupid place. Higher ground. Go ahead, y'all. Let's do miscellaneous for 300. All right. Miscellaneous for 300. Oliver's first job at the post office. (gasps) Zip code shelver. Yes. (laughs) That is... Correct. <laughs> Zip code shelver. I never noticed that the first 700 times of me you know, watching that I know. movie. It took, I, this time through, I wrote it, mm-hmm. I even wrote it down. I was like, oh, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. He says it really fast, too. He does. He does. And this is in From the Heart. He's talking to Shane about the incident in which he um, 
took a little coffee break on the clock while waiting for Sir Burnett. So, anyways, um, all right. Oh, um, miscellaneous for one hundred. Is that okay, Jess? That's okay. Okay. This person is making Rita and Norman's cake. Hello, Natalie. I think is it Vernon? I no. think so. <laughs> yes. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, it is Vernon. Who is Vernon's cousin? <laughs> oh, I didn't say that, but but I thought it. <laughs> it's okay. Vernon is what we're looking for. <laughs> Which cousin? <laughs> All right. Natalie and Okay. Uh, color me perfect for 300. All right. 300, you say? Yes. Oliver is wearing this color pocket square the day Holly appears in the DLO in From <gasps> Paris with Love. Cami? Plaid. Wrong. Oliver is wearing this color pocket square the day Holly appears in the DLO from Paris with Love. Natalie and Danielle, you can guess for points, and if you guess it wrong, you don't get it off. So. Oh. Uh, blue. Blue is not the right answer. Just do you throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say red? Yeah. Yes, red is oh, actually the correct right? answer. <laughs> that's oh. right. Red. All righty. Um, who? That was Natalie it's, and Danielle. It's Albert. their turn. Yep. Natalie, are you okay with who dat for three hundred? Yes. All right. Who dat for 300? The names of the cows in Home Again. There's three. All of oh. them? <laughs> I know one of them. But I did too. I know one. I don't know all of them. Oh, come I on, know- Natalie. They're right behind you. Just go ask them. <laughs> <laughs> I know the three girls. <laughs> Uh, Danielle, did you have a guess or did you just say, I think you're, oh, no, I, uh, uh, no, I don't want my points to go away. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Time is up. Anyways, do you guys want to take a random stab at it? No points. Suki. I know. Polly. Was there a Polly? Polly or... was. Yes. And wasn't there a Suki? There was a, I believe. Yes. There was a Suki. Yeah. And Suki, Arabelle and Polly. Yeah. Oh, wow. I only knew one out of the three. Natalie and Danielle, go ahead, pick again. Um, let's y'all, see. Y'all are scared how of the four five <laughs> How about food for two hundred? Will that work? Yeah. Yep. Norman orders this drink for Rita in the Impossible Dream. Good. I have it. Arnold Palmer. Not in the Impossible Dream. Ah, dark of Night, I think. Yes, Dark of Night. All right. He orders it. He orders it for himself. That's what but, it was. But I don't think he orders it for Rita. Because mm-hmm. I was about, I was about to say the exact same thing, <laughs> but I was like, no, 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 don't say it. <laughs> Do you have a guess for no points? Nope. Nope. Skinny caramel oh, steamer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Back to Natalie and Danielle. I don't remember who went last. <laughs> Danielle, do you want to do uh, Color Me Perfect for 200? Sure, that works. Okay. 
the color of Oliver's folder in the Impossible Ooh. Dream? Jess. Um, blue. That is correct. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Hey, I got um, the blue colors. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> All right, Jess, go ahead. Um, let's stick with colors for 100. Safe choice. Rita's cardigan on the day one or day one of the RV trip. Jess, did you say purple? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's my girl. Lavender purple. Oh, I did not know. I did not know. I love you. I, I remember. Like I remember it from a GIF. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All righty. Uh, oh, it's our it's our turn again. What do mm-hmm. you want to do? Keep going with colors. Four hundred. Shane's dress in the higher ground date. It's two colors, if that helps. There is one of, isn't one of them black, Jess? That's, that's what I'm thinking. I thought so, too, but I don't know the other one. <laughs> I mean, I guess conversing out loud is allowed. <laughs> We're on a team, so. <laughs> <laughs> in the virtual space. <laughs> All right. I was thinking... Oh, I don't know if I should try this though. Cause well, 400. Wow. Time yeah. is, time is up. So okay. <laughs> if Bree, uh, Free try, so yes. I would have said black and red. Cammy, just black. black and I, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I cannot remember. Oh, red and black. Should have gone with it, Natalie. Mm. <laughs> Be bold, huh? Yeah. it's hard to see like you have to pay attention to that date because she has that coat on most of it and then she takes right. it off, but you're so invested in their conversation about jazz and blues so who cares about the dress <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right okay uh, yes you want to go for the 500 with colors finish it out, finish it out. Okay. all right we're gonna finish it finish out color me perfect for 500 the color of Hazel's socks in the scene <laughs> where she runs down oh Shane's God. steps in Truth Be Told. And yes, somebody sent me this question. <laughs> it's crazy because I can see them, but I can't see the color. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no points for anybody here. Any, any free guesses? Red. The red knee-high socks. I was thinking red. You were? Okay. They, if they are, I'm gonna be mad. Postables and scripted. Any guesses? I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. They were navy oh. Oh. with white polka dots. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, we have uh, half the board left. Lots of one hundreds. Lots of four and five hundreds. Is uh is finish the statement okay, Jess? Yeah. Okay, finish the statement four hundred. With this owl ring, I the. If it helps, Norman says it. I know that. <laughs> Danielle, did you say something? I no. Oh, okay. Engage you. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to y'all. Yep. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. Engage yep. you. That's yep. what I said. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was stuck. I, yeah. I was stuck between the engagement and the wedding. Yeah. Uh huh. It was that. all right. Post pulls unscripted. Uh, let's go ahead and go for 
Finish the statement 500. <laughs> okay. When we began together as colleagues charged with delivering so many lawsuits, I believe that to everything there is a season and a time and a purpose under heaven. That's not correct. No. <laughs> I love us is somewhere in there. Not in this statement. Okay, it's not in that statement. Ah, shoot. No, no takers. No, no, nobody wants to try. Nope. No. All right. We're going to skip and see the answer to every lost letter. There is a divine purpose. I'm sorry, Jess. If we it's have... okay. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. We have plenty of questions to go around. It is not half time yet. So. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Danielle. I'll let you. <laughs> um, let's just do miscellaneous for 200. Miscellaneous for 200. The items in the open container to the right of Phoebe while she's reading Renita Hayweather. If it helps, it's something you consume as a food item. <laughs> items in the open container. Somebody else sent this. Thank you, Postable Fan, that I can't remember right now. Phoebe. <laughs> While she's reading Renita. It would be a guess on my part. Yeah, they really wanted to stump us. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Any guesses? No no points lost or added? Uh, Mints? I don't know. The candy? Cupcakes! Cupcakes! Oh, wow. Nope, would not have gotten that. Nope. <laughs> All right, Postable's unscripted. Okay, um, trust the timing for 100. Shane has been gone out of the country for this amount of time. Oh, who, three who's... months. Yes. Danielle. I was going to sneak. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Most bills and scripted back to you. You pick. Uh, who dat for 100? Hazel's last name. Opachina. Opachina. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. Um, Who that for 200? Jason's last name. Stone. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. All right. Next question. (laughs) Food for 100? All right. Joe orders this sandwich in one in a million. Ham on rye. Yes. You're right. (laughs) All right. Hard questions left unless you want to go with a maybe easy one. Not sure. Don't remember. Just the timing. 300. Press the timing. All right. And O'Toole has been delivering mail since this year. Oh, uh, 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 1787. Yes, yes, in truth be told, it is 1787. In, um, in, uh, the other one, it says 1786, but they are two different years. Actually, in truth, no, in, hold on, Lost Without You, he says 1789. Yep, but in... Truth be told, it is right here, 1787. Well, I have 1789, and that is judge's answer, so I will not oh. give, t- I will not take points away. 
but it's 1789. That's the, that's the answer I got. So that's what we need. That's why we need continuity here. Y'all next question. Oh, Jess, you pick. Uh, who dat 400. All right. Danny's stuffed dinosaur. Postables and scripted. I'm going to have to send you these and then you guys can ask me a question. I can hear him say, You found? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Two seconds. I, I can. One second. I can. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can see him having a conversation with his mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, You found? Birdie. Birdie. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty. Next question. Who dat 500? Who dat? The name of the man who recites Holly's original poem on YouTube in From Paris with Love. That is hard. <laughs> That's why it's the 500. If you are listening or if you are watching this and you know the answer, I mean, that's impressive because i've never seen that impressive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> andre louis kaibo oh my oh god kaibot kaibot <laughs> all right apparently some french guy with the last name kaibot was also a famous uh, uh painter so fun fact that has nothing to do with ssd all right jess um food 400 food for 400 the name of the mole sauce that causes norman to run out screaming and lost without you tarantula <laughs> torpedo yes <laughs> oh my goodness tarantula torpedo mole all right choose wisely and there is no double double or whatever they call it no on jeopardy double jeopardy no double jeopardy. I don't have the paid account, so there you go. <laughs> Finish out the food. Finish okay. out the food for 500. Curly orders this for lunch in one in a million. The entire thing, not just the sandwich. Corned beef and chicken salad on white with mayo and coleslaw on the side. Bam. Corned beef and chicken salad on white with mayo and coleslaw on the side. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's close there are eighteen hundred dollars fake money of course to I'm be split <laughs> and we have score update 1200 for postables unscripted and 1400 for the devil over me a podcast hosts so we are neck and neck people uh trust the timing for 400. Norman's grandmother spent this amount of time on a small island south of New Guinea during sacramental sewing season. Mm. It's this amount of time. She goes every year. She's talking to Bilbo. She's saying, oh, I'm a weaver too. Yeah. I go to this island so yeah. many times each year, or not so many times, this amount of time each year. No clue. None. All righty. No free guesses. No, no, no. Three no. months of every year. Oh. Okay. 
Uh, press timing 500, Jess. Okay. Mrs. Ginzinger's friend, Betty Jensen, keeled over when... Oh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. I never would have gotten that one. I had to listen really carefully, so... Oh. All right. Thanksgiving. <laughs> All righty. Two more questions. Uh, miscellaneous for 400. The lost mailbag of Harry Snap contains mail oh. to this zip code. Nope. I didn't get that far. All right. We have two questions. If you get it, you'll get points. If you get it wrong, I won't deduct if that helps anybody. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh -uh. all right eight two four seven four <laughs> anybody know the year he went missing or the mail went missing? 1999 yeah that's correct oh but it doesn't <laughs> count i mean you know. <laughs> all righty miscellaneous four five hundred is the last question the location of the jazz club, E flat. Oliver picks up Shane. He's on the porch. Oh, He's saying mm. all these things. I thought we could go to the jazz club on, on. No. blank street. No guesses? None. You want to throw something out there? <laughs> For no points taken, of course. Alameda. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Downing. <laughs> nope. It is Pearl Street. Never would have got that. Um, yeah. And the winner is Yay! The watermelons. <laughs> AKA the hosts. Yay. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that was really hard. Really hard. hard. Yeah. I like multiple choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> I thought that's what we were getting, too. But, yeah, I, uh, I've i been watching for the past four days. And it paid <laughs> off, Cammie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you watch our episodes or if you listen to our episodes, you know that uh, Jess and I really struggle with trivia, honestly, on a weekly basis. <laughs> so <laughs> Stuff you just rewatched. <laughs> I know. Uh, yes. So it's that really fun when I'm the host and I get to ask the trivia questions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you should send them a few of your random questions because they get really, like... Okay, yeah, I will. Really deep. Anyways, that was a ton of fun. Just <laughs> chatting and having kind of a girls' night and learning more about Natalie and Danielle and your writing process and, like, you know, the ever-blossoming friendships among the postables. It's been such a blast. And thank you all so much for coming on here. Um, yeah. you know, thank you guys. Yeah, and, and you guys – you guys can come on anytime you want. Anytime. <laughs> so, we love it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Yeah. We have really enjoyed it. I know I have. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I have too. 
Mm-hmm. All right. And um, so do you guys have social medias that you want to shout out? I mean, you don't have to, but if you would like to um, feel free, Twitter, well, we Instagram. We are on Twitter as at Posta Unscripted. Um, and then we have our website is postablesunscripted.wordpress.com that has all of our stories and the whole wedding thing that we did together all the pictures and the music and everything to go along with it so and all of the trivia and stories um that you know both of us have written uh separate and together mm-hmm. and then we have a facebook page also and a group page, uh just post all the description all right, right. Awesome. So if you are a postable and you are anxiously awaiting the next sign still delivered, make sure you follow Natalie and Danielle on um, Postables Unscripted all over social media. Be sure to read their stories, comment, like, um, you know, what we do as a group, we're really good at supporting each other. So go out there and support these ladies on their next adventure as we wait for SSD 11. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you all later. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Deliver Me a Podcast. To stay up to date on all our episodes, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Deliver Me a Pod and on Instagram at Deliver Me a Podcast. We also have a merch store where you can buy tons of postable things for you and your friends. We'll see you next week.